share buybacks. We're going to look at the cannabis industry and decide whether or not it's good. You, uh, if you were around during the eighties, which I wasn't, um, I do remember though, from school that nobody was going to buy any technology company that were buying their stock backs or even issued a dividend. Cause that, what that told the investors is that they didn't have their money to put anywhere else. But now it seems like all the rage to artificially increase your stock price. Uh, so we're going to take a look at stock buybacks and what the benefits are, um, calling kind of into question what's going to happen uh, as they buy more stock uh, over the last decade. Um, and some companies trying to take advantage of undervalued stocks to kind of artificially boost that price. Talking about all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. So stock buybacks, they can help uh, the increase the value of a stock um, and, and stock options, which is why they're um, incredibly popular uh, to do. There's compensation packages that are triggered uh, when once that's met. So a lot of executives, which on average only stay at a company four years. So how you can have like long-term growth strategies with such constant turnover is crazy. And that's why Wall Street uh, is more like a Ponzi scheme. You got stock buyback programs are really, really easy to implement versus traditional dividends. So rather than giving dividends back to consumers, they're just raising the stock price for everybody. So um, you see it, you think it's normal. And the reality is it's not. And, um, you know, it tells me that a lot of these companies are just artificially increasing the stock price. Um, it's, it's, it's fraudulent to me as an investor. I don't want a company that I'm giving money to, to just take that money and buy their stock back. That's not what I want them to do. Um, so that's my opinion on it. We're going to take a look at this Viridian deal tracker to kind of look at uh, Cureleaf specifically. They've, they've acquired Arizona operator Bloom with a massive leverage buyout. So they're using debt. Um, and so, you know, when you're looking at these options on um, stock buybacks uh, and what that does for the cannabis industry, uh, they're just going to follow suit. Warren Buffett says you should only issue stock dividends under two situations. First, when a company has ample funds to take care of its operations and liquidity needs. And then second, if it's selling at a material discount to the company's intrinsic value. What does that mean? If there's a value, if it's cheap, then go out and buy it back. That's not the case right now. There's stocks trading at all times high and people buying stock back. Why? That's just because the executives get bonuses and compensations, and then it's easier to, to offer that than a dividend. But some of these companies shouldn't be offering dividends either. So um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So I mentioned a leverage buyout, just using uh, debt to essentially buy a company out um, rather than using cash or, or even stocks. So when Bloom acquired uh, was acquired by Cureleaf, they used a leverage buyout, an LBO. So th the acquisition valued at eight times their earnings um, was interesting. So neither Cureleaf or its subsidiaries will guarantee the debt. It'll only be a recourse to the equity and assets of Bloom. So the transaction begs the question, are there public cannabis companies that are also potential leverage buyouts or recap candidates? So cash flow issues with cultivation and retail, 
um, especially you, know, you can't write off anything with 280E. That's the tax provision that says you can't write off uh, wages, for example, which is huge. And once federal legalization happens, a lot of these publicly traded cannabis companies will skyrocket in their stock price because they'll all, all of a sudden be able to write off employee wages, making their margins seem much, much better. So given that extra tax burden, a lot of these firms can only carry about 3x of their earnings. So for every dollar of of uh, EBITDA, it's subject to a 30% tax rate. So they also have a 2x interest coverage ratio and a 12% interest rate. That gives them a supported debt of about $2.92. So the graph showing the percentage of market cap that could be payable to shareholders after leveraging the firm to 3x of their earnings, the values on the chart take 3x EBITDA less debt and then divides that by their market cap or their overall worth. So um, running 28 different U.S. cultivation and retail companies within this deal tracker, analysts are expecting 2022 EBITDA showing that the top 10 companies are in declining order of that um, potential for um, dividends. So there's a conservative level that's it's used. Um, uh, but red, white, and bloom looks like they could be trading low enough for a full buyout. Some other companies uh, appear to be capable of repurchasing a significant portion of their outstanding equity. Air Wellness, the only company that's listed publicly that announced their share repurchase program, but there's a lot of other candidates. Maybe they're testing the waters to see if their shareholders are going to be okay with that. 17 other companies that Viridian tracks are potential candidates and then partial recaps may also look uh, or try to attract alternative means to provide cash for owners in private companies. So a pipe, um, private investment in a public equity. Um, and then languishing stock prices are, are all over in the cannabis industry. So people are going to try and continue to lower their debt. And that could lead the cannabis industry in a new direction. Um, but probably won't decouple from this momentum of relying or coupling on legalization until we can have federal legalization and 280E uh, opportunities. It's not going to be decoupled from the, the momentum swings. So they have to kind of throw out these, these advantages of stock buybacks, which um, don't really help anybody. A lot of novice investors are going to look at it and see that it's a sign that the company believes that the price should be higher. Uh, investors aren't realizing the company's true value, and then it creates this FOMO. And there's no difference to me between that and a pump and dump. What it's doing is it's giving poor predictions. So not really giving you the um, ideal value or the intrinsic true value. Um, there's no dividends because it's the replacement of dividends. It's, it's a poor use of capital. Again, I'm not personally going to give anybody money if they're going to take that and buy stock back. That's not why I'm giving it to them. They need to create new products, services, expand, scale, automate, whatever. It's management's own self-interest. They're only trying to get uh, the bonuses that they have. Um, and so um, it's not for me. It's other people who want to speculate, gamble, whatever, but when I see especially tech companies offering that, I'm out. Um, cannabis companies shouldn't be doing that either because they're an emerging, um, and they shouldn't have to uh, at this point. They're, that's for a company who doesn't have any other means to give their shareholders uh, an extra kickback. Um, it should be the speculation in the industry by itself, and it shouldn't be any buybacks. That's a massive red flag to me uh, if a cannabis company is going to buy back their own shares. Um, 
I would wonder if, if the executive team is going to be leaving, there's going to be transition, there's some reasoning for that. So all in all, um, it's normalizing the industry, but um, not always a good thing. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while, while we, we break, break it all down. down.